Welcome to Spacious, the podcast for business owners, leaders, and CEOs who desire simplicity, sustainability, and spaciousness in their lives and in their companies. In this podcast, we'll dive deep with lessons, perspective shifts, coaching, and guests to help you find and create a spaciously successful business. I'm so glad you're here. Hello. Okay, this is one of the voicemail episodes. I'm so excited to record this. So again, if you didn't listen to the first episode where I kind of explained this a little bit, I'll do a brief explanation here. If you scroll down into the show notes, there's a link where you can submit like up to 90 seconds of a voicemail message where you can ask a question or just kind of share thoughts or ideas that you would love some support around. And, you know, pending scope, we will create episodes about it. And this is the first one. And I'm so excited. So I'm going to play the clip and then we're going to dive in. Okay. So my question is about increasing, expanding your capacity. I'm curious how long this work actually took and what mindset did you hold as you knew the reality of holding a lot and being able to have a regulated nervous system, that reality could exist, but you are not there yet. Okay. I love this. This is just so perfect for the conversations I really want to have on this podcast. Okay. So it, I feel like it's important to start with this. There is no end point. There is no destination. This is like ongoing work. This is continued work. You will continue to find that your capacity is, it's fluid, it's evolving and it differs with different things, right? Like you might have a lot of capacity around making a lot of money, but you might not have a really expanded capacity around serving a lot of clients, right? Like it's, it's so fluid, it's so evolving and it's, it's a really, it's a really broad conversation. So if we narrow it down to business, like that might feel more specific, but there's still, there's still broadness within that, right? Like our capacity to hold lots of money or lots of clients or lots of Instagram followers, our capacity to manage a team, our capacity to have hard conversations with clients or team, like all of these things are, are not one and the same. There's nuance and everyone's work will differ. It's highly personal based off of your life experiences and what you've been exposed to. And, and, you know, honestly, probably like things in your childhood and what you've just been taught about the way the world works, whether it be, you know, quote, right or wrong. Um, there's a lot that goes into it, but I will say for me, I've been broadly doing like personal development work regularly and intentionally since really early on in my business, 2016, 2017. And I've been working with my longtime coach since 2019, who does bring in like somatics and body work for me. I've been working with her since 2019. So like four over four years, that's math, right? (laughs) Um, and me personally, I've been really working with somatics, working with my body, working with my nervous system, paying attention to my nervous system, system, becoming just aware of how I respond to things and practicing that for probably like a year or so. And with that, 
I don't have this experience and I don't, I don't think that many people have this experience of like before or after, like, it's not like, oh, on this day or after this book I read or after this coaching session, everything changed. What I have is an experience of like something happening and being like, oh, I'm, I'm different now. I can see how I would have reacted to this in the past. I can see the the journey I would have gone down in the past, but that's not alive in me right now. I'm going to do this instead. I'm going to move this way instead. And I think that's really interesting. So last year I um, got introduced to RRT, Rapid Resolution Therapy, and went through a training around it. And something that was said, and I don't really remember the context, but something that really stood out to me is that when you're doing the RRT work, um, it's, it's kind of like that. It's not like you have a session and you're like, I immediately feel shifted. I immediately feel different. It's more like, you know, a week later something happens and you, you just are different. You just respond differently. And that's been so true for me in this work. And so I'm sharing that to say that if you are, you know, like most of us probably fall into this, right? If you're like, naturally more of like a black and white thinker, like this or that before and after, um, you know, I'm, I did it or I didn't do it. I'm fixed or I'm broken. Uh, it might be really appealing to, to be like, Oh, I checked the box. I did the thing. I accomplished the thing. I learned the thing. I unpacked the thing. I healed the trauma. I fixed the pattern. I found the root of it. Oh my gosh. That's so me. Like we joke if you're, if you've ever done like parts work, um, my coach and I joke that there's a, a part of me, we call her Harriet the spy. And that part is just so committed to finding the root of why something happened and why I respond certain ways and why I feel certain ways. She wants to know, like, you know, I'm making this up, but she wants to know like exactly what my dad said to me when I was three years old, that made me feel this way or something. And what I've really come into relationship with is, um, I don't actually need that information there's a time and a place for that information. Sure. But I don't actually need that information all the time. And I can just start to choose differently. So anyway, a little off track there, but I don't have this experience of before and after what I have is this knowledge that every moment and every day and every exchange I have with people that, that there's choice that I have choice. That's not to say I have control, but I have choice. And over time, it's become easier and easier to see the choice and to make the choice that feels better and that serves me better. So I don't know how to answer the question of like, how long did this take? Because I think it's been unpacking and brewing for a long time, but I do think that there there was a moment or there is a moment where you, you've trained your mind enough, you've opened your mind up enough to remember that you have choice. And the thing that helped me the most with that, honestly, is slowing down, right? Is saying, I don't need to rush. I don't need to figure this out right away. I don't need to respond right away. I have a choice. I can, I can take a moment to look at my options. Does that make sense? 
a few years back, my mom shared this quote with me. She randomly like emailed it to me. Um, it's a quote from someone named Victor Frankel. And then the quote is between stimulus and response, there is a space in that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. And I think that quote really helped me to, to remember that I have choice. And, you know, I've shared this in the past that when I started learning about NLP in my coaching journey, I went down a path of control. I went down a path of, oh, my thoughts create my reality. I will control my thoughts. And that's a really dangerous path. That's not helpful. That's not, um, serving you. It's never about control. Uh, you, you don't, you don't actually get control over those things, but you do have choice. And I think that's really important to know and understand that distinction. And in every moment, in every decision, in every action, in, in everything, we can come back to choice, right? The other, the other belief or idea that was really important for me to integrate in this journey is that nothing is an emergency in my business. I, I'm not a heart surgeon. I'm not, I'm not like, th- there's no life or death <laughs> in what I do, right? There's no emergency. It's not an emergency if an email gets sent with no subject line or a post doesn't do well on Instagram or if a client doesn't want to renew with me. None of that is an emergency. My body might say, hey, we're in emergency, but I have come to learn how to talk to myself and care for myself to remind myself that that is not actually an emergency. So when I feel my brain trying to react and be like, we are now in danger over things that are not actually dangerous, I can remind myself, and I do often, to take a deep breath, to feel safety, to remind myself that I'm safe, that I'm sitting in my office in my house in beautiful Charleston, South Carolina, that I am not at risk, that I can trust myself, that I can figure anything out. This is like a commitment that I make. I have this conversation with myself all the time. And over time, with repetition, it's just become more and more intrinsic to what I know to be true. I've shown myself that nothing is emergency. And so if you're in a state of like jumping into stress response, jumping into fight, flight, freeze, fawn, whatever that might be for you, it's okay. You're not bad or wrong or broken. It's just that your body is convinced that there is an emergency, that you are unsafe. And our work is like having the awareness that that's happening, right? Getting familiar with what that feels like in your body and taking care of yourself in that moment reminding yourself there's no emergency we're safe you can think about it as like a little kid right if a little kid came in and they were really upset and they thought it was an emergency that their favorite crayon broke while they were coloring how would you react i mean i'm I'm hoping that you would be kind and nice and gentle and tell them that it's okay and that they can still color even with a broken crayon you can treat yourself with that kind of kindness I think this is a really good segue into some questions for you to kind of think about for yourself, some some takeaways, right? Um, So again, you're not in control of your thoughts or emotions. You don't have to be in control. You're not a robot, (laughs) unfortunately, right? Like sometimes it'd be dope to be a robot, (laughs) 
<laughs> but we're not. We're humans. We get the whole experience. I like to believe that we signed up for the whole experience. So like, it's all right. It's all perfect. But there is choice, right? There's choice over what you entertain. There's choice over which path you go fully down, you commit to. And it's not about bypassing. It's not about shoving things down. It's about having this awareness and this pause to come back to the choice, to come back to your power. And so some questions that I think are really helpful in those moments are, am I acting in congruence with what I want? For me, I want slowness. I want spaciousness. I want ease. I want to feel good. I want to feel safe. I want to feel stable. I want to feel secure. I want to feel like the world is wrapping me up in a big hug all the time. I want to feel that, right? And so in the moment when um, an email goes out without a subject line and my brain says, this is an emergency, we're not safe, we're dying. If I act on that and I respond to that in a way that's like panic, overwhelm, beat myself up, is that in congruence with the reality that I want? Absolutely not, right? And so I have, I have, a, I have a choice there to say, the reality I want, the thing I desire is ease, is spaciousness, is love, is comfort, is stability, is safety. How can I look at this in a different perspective that honors those desires? How can I be congruent with those, with that outlook, right? And in that, you know, kind of silly example, it would be not giving a fuck about an email subject line. <laughs> I know that's a dumb example, but you feel me. So I think that's a really powerful question to adopt. Write that down, put it on a post-it note, put it on your computer, make it where you can see it. Obviously, you can change the language if like if that's too like wordy and jargony, you know, but I really like the word congruence. You'll hear me say it six million times if you listen to this podcast. The other question is, and this one's a little more simpler and easier to play with, like, does this story feel good? Am I telling myself the best possible story right now? Again, with the, you know, the email subject line example, like the story of this is terrible. Everyone's going to hate me. This email isn't going to work. I'm never going to get any sales. Everyone's going to think I'm unprofessional. Whatever's coming up for you. Do any of those stories actually feel good? Are any of those stories actually supportive? I say this all the time. Um, I think this is, I think this is pretty universally true. I don't know. You can tell me if you have a different experience. I feel like a lot of us have this idea that we can get ourselves to do stuff by shaming ourselves, right? Like I think about like, okay, if you're like on a weight loss journey, right? That you think like by shaming yourself into going to the gym, you will be successful in your weight loss journey. And what I have really come to understand is that that is absolute bullshit. Um, we don't, that's not a motivator. We don't respond well to shame. It doesn't feel good. When we don't feel good, we don't want to do things. <laughs> so, we have an opportunity when we ask questions like, is this a good story? Does this story feel good to tell a story that feels better? It feels better. If we use the email subject line example, it feels better to tell a story that says my audience doesn't care. My audience will find that as a, a great embodiment of not being a perfectionist. My story or my, uh, sorry, my audience will think that that's funny. My audience won't even notice all of those feel better. And from that place of feeling better, we actually have more choice right? So those would be the two questions that I would play with, that I would bring into your toolbox, into your repertoire. <laughs> okay. So I think that answered everything, but just to kind of like too long didn't read. 
the work is ongoing. Um, the work is ongoing and mindsets that were really supportive is that I have choice that nothing is an emergency. And then I get to tell stories and act in a way that supports the things that I want to feel and to experience. And I hope that helped. I'm excited to hear what y'all think about this style of episode. And I, again, want to remind you, go submit your questions. This is so exciting. I'm so excited to, to continue to make these. So I hope that you do that. Scroll down. The link is right there. You can like, I'm pretty sure do it all from your phone really easily. And on that note, have an announcement to make. If you have not seen this, let me think about the days. I would have just started talking about this today on Instagram. So there's a chance you haven't seen this yet. Um, but at the end of this month, at the end of September, I am hosting a free experience. Uh, if you were around last year, we did an experience similar to this, but it was like a whole month. And what I found was that that was actually just too long, um, to, to really like keep people engaged and keep people motivated. And so we've changed the format. It's going to be a week, last week of September. It's called shift your shit. It's like one of the funniest and best things I've ever created as far as naming and branding. I'm obsessed with it. Um, but what we're doing is for five days, there's going to be a new lesson and a new practice and a new integration for you to adopt every single day to really learn how to shift your outlook, your perspective, to shift how you feel within your body, to shift your ability to get into action. It's going to be, it's going to be powerful perspective work and like mindset work, but I'm making it extremely practical and fun. The exercises are fun. I'm so excited for you to do them. I'm so excited for you to like share what you've created during this time together and it's totally free. So this year we're hold, we're hosting everything inside of Kajabi. So you'll get like an actual like course platform login. You'll get the videos for five days and we're going to do a Voxer group I won't be in there necessarily like one-on-one -on -one coaching you, but we'll be in there to share and celebrate and reflect on things. Y'all can really network and like work together in a community aspect. And of course I'll be in there to like celebrate and support y'all and, you know, answer questions and give feedback and things like that. Um, and it's totally free and I would love for you to be there. So the link is in the show notes and also I'll be talking about it all over Instagram. So come hang out with me on Instagram and learn more, like come sign up, invite your friends. Let's make it really fun. I, the vision that I'm holding for this is that there is, I don't have like an exact number in mind, but that there is like a really excited group inside of Voxer, a really fun space for this week to just connect and inspire each other and celebrate each other. And so I really, I want to hold that intention with you. If that is something that you are looking for, if that is a way you want to connect and you really want to get these tools and practices that you can use to honestly change your like reality for the rest of this year, come inside, come do it with us. Come shift your shit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so yeah, join with the link below and I will see you there. What was your takeaway from this episode? What action are you going to take? 
come share it with me over on Instagram. It's linked in the show notes. There, you will also find any other important information from this episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, why not share it with a friend or leave a review? This helps others find the show, and I would be so grateful for your support.